My name is Mimi Bouchard, and I'm a personal development junkie that is here to help you transform your life so that you can truly tap into your ultimate potential. I'm a meditation teacher and a podcaster, and in this podcast, I am raw, I am real, and I share everything I possibly can to make this journey of self-discovery and transformation easier for you. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm doing a two-part solo Q&A series today. I have not recorded much this month, so I thought I would give you guys two episodes, two longer episodes, before I go to Canada in two days for a two-week trip to see family. So we're going to be going into everything in the next two episodes. There basically split up between two general overarching topics. Clearly, you've probably already seen from the title, but it's going to be all about work, organization tips, success, believing in yourself, just how I'm consistent. Maybe we'll get into like social media stuff and all that jazz. And then part two is going to be all about health, mindset, body, and more on that front. So Let's get started. I'm super pumped for this. I haven't done a Q&A in a while, it feels, and I like connecting with you, obviously. I have not been good enough at podcasting lately. I'm so sorry. It's been very busy, and I feel like I'm juggling a lot at the moment. It's been quite the transitional time in the past couple months. A lot has happened behind the scenes, so my apologies, and uh, yeah, let's just get right into it. So, I'm going through the questions that you asked me on my Instagram because that's kind of how I do this thing. You guys ask me questions and I answer them on here. So the first question I see that is related to work and what we're talking about in this episode is, did you have a tipping point in your life where your success and desires started coming to you easier? And yes, the answer is absolutely. There was a tipping point. I think a lot of the work that I put in when I was younger really paid off. And I also learned at a young age to just keep fighting, to keep going, to be very persistent and never let rejection or temporary failure upset me to the point where I would just stop trying. And I think that's the trick to all of this. You know, you don't fail until you give up. And I know that's one of those corny motivational quotes, but it's true. You really do not fail until you give up. So I created, or I guess I grew very thick skin when I was younger and, uh, I just was so persistent. I just went for it. I tried everything. I worked my butt off and, you know, it really started from the bottom and I would never change that for the world because it has taught me so much. It has turn me into this person that I am today. And I think the more you do, the wiser you get in a short amount of time. So I'll meet other people, potentially my age or another age. And it's so funny because you don't really sometimes align with them as people, even if they are the same age as you, because they've either been through more life experience or less life experience. So it feels like they are a different age. I feel that a lot. I only have a couple of friends that are still my age and I hate when people are like, oh, my friends are older. I hate, I don't want to be that person, but <laughs> I kind of am that person um, in a way. So 
I hope that doesn't come across as bad, but it's just true. I'm just so not aligned with like the old party vibe that I used to be into. It's just so not my thing. Um, but yeah, to answer the question, so did I have a tipping point? Yes, I absolutely did. And it probably happened about a year ago. Um, or no, no, not a, not two years ago, I would say. I've been really trying to make it when it comes to success and my desires happening probably for like seven years at this point, full force, full time, just on the grind. And the past two years, two, two and a half years probably have been very effortless in the sense that obviously I've been working harder probably than ever, but things are just flowing and it's easier to work hard now because I feel like I've just, I've conditioned myself to be this way. I'm a hard worker. I get things done. And, you know, if, if I need to do more work this day, then I'll stay up late to do it. Like that's always been my attitude. So yeah, the tipping point was a couple years ago and, um, it did come in a sense, it felt easier, but I don't know if it actually was easier or it was just me getting used to doing a lot of the hard work. So yes, it does get easier. It does. I, I truly believe that. And with more experience, you learn more and, and it's just, I know it's probably going to be even more interesting to experience more success in the next five, 10 years. Cause I'll look back on this time now and think, wow, I knew nothing. Right. So Yes. Uh, you know, just put in the work at the beginning. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. I always think like, you know, I like to invest money, right? And I think it's so smart to invest money. And I see my life and other areas of my life as investments too. So it's like the compound effect. You don't really see your efforts flourish in the moment, but when you keep working and working and being consistent without seeing results just yet and you are investing in your future through your energy, through your actions, whatever it is, it will pay off. Just like when you invest money, the compound effect over 20, 30 years, you're going to be, you know, just laughing to the bank essentially. If, if you keep money in there and you just put it away, you don't look at it and you don't doubt it, you just trust the process. The next question is, how do you balance work life and personal life when you work so much? You know, I have not been able to balance work and personal life as well as some other people have. So I'm maybe not the best person to ask. I work from home. Um, I'm, I don't really have a work schedule in the sense that like I only work from nine to two every day. I'm very much so just in it all the time. And I think some boundaries of mine have actually been helpful, like, you know, before bed, I, I try not to do work. Like I try to spend the last hour of my day unwinding, but again, that doesn't always happen. So, you know, yeah, truthfully speaking, I'm probably not the best person to ask this question, but I'm just, I guess, intuitive about it. If I feel like I've had a really intense work day and I just like want to relax with Ben or with some friends and just do something for me, um, I will put the work away for a bit, but I do work in increments, like it's not really just one solid block of time every day. It's kind of in and out. Someone says, how do you stay organized? I've had to work on this because I'm not naturally the most organized person, but having a calendar that you swear by, I think is super important. Um, I actually just moved back to Google Calendar when I used to be on Apple Calendar for so long. I was first on Google Calendar, moved to Apple Calendar, and now moving back to Google Calendar. A um, few reasons why, but uh, I have some new people on my team and they are suggesting I move on to it. 
And to be totally honest, I prefer the color coding. (laughs) In an Apple calendar, you don't have color coding. You can't color code your activities. So I like, I'm a visual person. I like to color code things. So I'm back on Google Calendar. Um, The one annoying thing about it is that you can't like, it has to be a Gmail uh, account. Like you can't put like a work email for the calendar. But yeah, so I'm staying organized in that way. I also just hired a new assistant, which is very helpful. And I know most people don't have assistants. I didn't for so long. Um, But I think that's helping me be more organized too, especially because with these small menial tasks and making sure that I do stay organized for the sake of my business. I think it's a great investment to to have someone, even just part-time helping with things. Um, so yeah, I have that. And I try to structure my days when I, when I'm trying to be organized, I try to structure my days. And I think that really helps with organization because it's not like you're waking up in the morning every day thinking, what am I doing today? I like being consistent and structured. It really does help me. I think most humans like structure of some sort. And this leads me to the next question. What are you consistent with daily? So what are some of the things that I do on a daily basis? So I guess work and personal. So I usually wake up around 6.30 these days. Um, I like waking up with the sun. And right now the sun is rising around 6.30. So I wake up at 6.30. Ben stays in bed till like 7.30 usually. And I will not look at my phone for the first hour of the day most mornings. Um, That's a huge game changer when it comes to my mental clarity. So I really suggest doing that if you struggle with brain fog. And I will drink a whole liter of water right away when I wake up just to hydrate my body. And I'll like have a shower and take my time doing my skincare and dry brushing and, you know, all that good self-care stuff. And uh, I'll take it slow. I'll wear my big cozy robe and then I'll make some coffee. If I'm having coffee that morning, if not, I'll have like lemon water. Um, I just have like a nice drink in the morning. If it's really nice out, I'll go out on the balcony and watch the sun rise and get some vitamin D. And then I just take it really nice and slow and I just enjoy myself. And then I'll start journaling a little bit, going over what I want to get done that day, do a little meditation. If I'm feeling really on top of it, I'll do a seated meditation. But if I'm kind of feeling like I'm not in the mood to sit down and meditate and I just want to multitask and get my day going, then I'll like listen to a getting ready meditation on superhuman or like a chill in meditation while I'm making breakfast or a walking meditation. If I'm taking my coffee on a walk with me <laughs> and I'll just multitask, which I love to do as well. Cause it's like taking off more than one thing at once. And then I will always pretty much every single day have my greens drink. So I actually have this before coffee most mornings, but sometimes if I'm like really wanting some caffeine, then I'll do it after. But I use the greens powder from Organifi and I just mix it with a little bit of water, not a little bit of water, a whole cup of water, um, a little bit of lemon juice or lime juice, and then some ice. And it's like this super refreshing, delicious tasting green juice that I have in the mornings. And um, they actually just came out with like an apple flavor. So it's like a green apple juice, which I'm really excited about. I haven't tried it yet, but I've heard amazing things. Um, And I kind of love using this greens powder because it has so many incredible nutrients in it that 
both energize you and calm you. So they have like ashwagandha in there to, you know, balance you and balance your hormones. And then they also have like moringa or green tea in there as well to help energize you and give you a little caffeine boost naturally. And they have just so many beautiful like minerals and and nutrients in there that I just feel like I don't need to take pills. Um, and I just don't know. I don't know about you. I hate taking pills. I'm not a pill girl. <laughs> I'm not. Um, I just don't like, I just, I think it's kind of gross, like how much of the like pill outside bit can go inside of you if you take a lot of pills. I know it's like probably vegetable something, so it's not like plastic, (laughs) but I just always get grossed out by eating too many pills or digesting too many pills. So I like to have my supplements, my nutrients in like a powder, you know, type of way. So whether it's like throwing it into my smoothies, sometimes I'll put spirulina in my smoothies or by my daily greens powder drink. So that is one of my pro tips if you don't like pill popping like me. And it really has made my like skin, I think, a lot better. My eyes a bit brighter. And when you get your nutrients and you glow differently. So that is something I'm very consistent with. And yes, Organifi is a sponsor, but I literally don't have any other sponsors simply because I just love their stuff and I already would be talking about them anyways. So it's like a win-win. If you want to do 20% off of all their products, including their vegan protein powder, which I love and I have it in my smoothies practically every day as well, um, or their chocolate gold powder that's, you basically mix it with hot water and like a dash of oat milk at night and it's like a hot chocolate and it's all good for you and delicious. I, I genuinely love their products and you can get 20% off with the code Mimi, or if you just go to their website, organifi.com forward slash Mimi, you can check it out there and get 20% off, which is huge. I think that's the biggest discount they've ever offered. And also their products are so high quality that they are obviously on like a little bit more of the expensive side, but that means that it's obviously high quality. My doctor once told me if you ever find a greens powder, that's like under 50 bucks, run the other way because that means that they're putting loads of filler and gross shit in it because that's it's hard it's expensive to create a greens powder think about how many nutrients are packed in there um so yeah go to organifi.com forward slash mimi organifi is with an i at the end the link's also in the show notes but it's o-r-g-a-n-i-f-i.com slash mimi so go check that out and then the next thing the next question i'm going to answer is a piece of advice you'd give to someone trying to start their own business and grow their following? That is a great question. We're living in an age where there's so many people online trying to build their following, you know, grow their business online. And I think social media has changed everything. What I'm going to start with saying is don't focus on your followers. Focus on the quality of the people following you. So I know personally so many Instagram accounts that have loads of followers that do not convert. And if you are a business owner and you're trying to grow a following online, take your ego out of it and like honestly stop worrying about how many people followed you that day or unfollowed you that day. Just look for the quality followers that would actually purchase from you and engage in your content. It's really more about quality than quantity when it comes to social media. And yes, all of our egos like to be boosted when we see you know, a K next to our following or we're hitting big milestones. And it's it's cool, but it's also just not everything at all. I know people with 10,000 followers that make more money than people with 500,000 followers. So 
It really is not just about the numbers. I'll say that, but my advice to someone that is trying to grow their own business and following online is just create really epic content that is unique, that adds value to someone else. Like don't just copy what everyone else is doing. Add valuable content. People want to follow value. You know, I I personally want to follow value. If you're actually adding value to someone's life through your post, then naturally people are going to start sharing try to collaborate with other people that have audiences similar to who you're targeting. There are just so many tips and tricks, but the biggest thing is to be genuine and to be vulnerable and open as well and just add value um, and just really focus on that value word. And I think that you'll succeed. Someone says, what is your secret to staying consistent? So I think it is a undeniable will to succeed (laughs) that has kept me consistent with things in life. Um, I just, I want to be where I want to be. I have no doubt in my mind that I'm going to get to where I want to be and consistency is required to get to where I want to be. So there's just no question about it. If you want to be consistent, start working towards a vision, a why that just drives you. What is your why? Why are you even trying to hit certain milestones and goals? Like why? Really start going deep on that and figure it out. So that's what I would tell you. Figure it out because when it's something that is so driving for you, you're not going to have too much struggle with consistency. So when I'm feeling inconsistent, because obviously I still do, I'm human, I remember what my why is. I I remember why I started. I remember, you know, the big vision ideas that I've always wanted to to reach. So that's what I'll tell you. The next question is imposter syndrome, motivation and conviction in your business before it succeeds. So I guess they just want me to touch on imposter syndrome. Uh, I'm lucky in the sense that I've always just had an incredible belief in myself. And I know that doesn't come easily to a lot of people. I've obviously struggled, you know, with confidence and stuff when I was younger, but yeah, no, I just always knew I was going to do something big, like ever since I was younger. Um, so that made it easier for me to act as if I was already the kind of person that had what I want, therefore getting me to where I want to be. But what I would say to someone with imposter syndrome, because yes, sometimes I still kind of experience it in certain moments, but You just have to really, truly create this relationship with yourself where you trust yourself and your abilities fully. Because I think imposter syndrome actually probably is based by not being confident in your own abilities yourself. Because if you knew that you were going to get there, it's already who you are. It's already weaved into your being, being a successful, motivated, whatever it is that you want to be. I think you will feel that imposter syndrome less. So think about that. Someone says, how do you not feel self-conscious and cringe at yourself when posting videos? This is my problem. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's exactly what it is. This is something that you need to deal with. It's your problem. Like if you are so worried about what people think of you, this is your thing to solve within yourself because it has nothing to do with other people. It just has everything to do with you. So my advice to you would say, would be to say, um, you know, you just have to start and it's going to be cringe at first. 
low-key that's why i've deleted all my old youtube videos and i'm really sorry but i just i'm not going to show them to anyone <laughs> they're not they're they're not it <laughs> and you have to start somewhere if your first product is good then you started too late so yeah you you just have to go for it you ha- you have to embrace being cringe at first or just try not to be cringe i don't know i personally don't really care anymore i don't really think me talking to the camera is cringe i'm just so used to it now but you get better at it I used to be so bad. Gosh, you guys should see the YouTube videos one day. Maybe I'll post them in a couple years. Um, yeah, no, they are, uh, they're not the best here. So, uh, I would just say, try, put it, put yourself out there. Who cares what people think? Honestly, who are you trying to impress? I'm just so happy with myself that I really just stop. I've stopped caring (laughs) what others think of me and it's been so freeing. I would just like just take life less seriously and I know it's easier said than done but you have to just embrace it it's gonna happen and on that note (laughs) the last question is how have you ever considered creating a YouTube channel I'd be a huge fan yeah you know I think I'm in the process of trying to figure out what I want to do with socials like I am trying to figure out what the strategies should be on Instagram TikTok even YouTube I'd be down like I'm I'm totally down to to do YouTube. I just like need to figure out what the strategy is because I, in the past, have just like thrown myself into things without a plan. And then I don't get consistent because I just don't, I'm not clear on the why, right? And I'm not clear on the plan. So I just kind of stop. So if you want me to do YouTube, tell me what you think I should post about. Tell me like how many times a week I should post, what I should talk about, what the style should be. Like I'm totally open to doing that 100,000%. And I know a lot of you listening are also very good at social media too. I recently hired an amazing new head of growth at my company and we're kind of talking about my social strategy as well. Um, And my assistant's kind of helping with that too. I really, really want to get a structure in place with this because I, I think what I've done already is obviously good. Like I've, you know, built an audience, but I want to take it to the next level with even more clarity this year. So if you even have ideas for me, like I'd just love to hear it and um, like what you think I should be posting specifically on TikTok, on Instagram, on the podcast, on YouTube. I, I actually would just love to hear it. So yeah, DM me or send me an email um, or send my team an email and I'll make sure to check it out. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this first part of the episode. I'm going to go take a breather and maybe do a mini meditation because my brain is feeling a bit fuzzy right now. Um, And then I'm going to do the second solo Q&A all about mindset, body, all that stuff. Okay. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much again for listening.